say praise the Lord to the saints of the Most High. This is the, the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. It's a wonderful day. I want to thank you for tuning in to our broadcast. It's nothing but a blessing. It's a joy for me to be able to share the word with you, and, I, and it's definitely a joy that you have tuned in to hear the thus saith the word. Uh, I, what, what I'd like to do is go ahead and start with our our prayer, and then we'll go right into our subject for today. Let's look into the Lord. Oh, gracious Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we thank you for this day that you've given to us. We thank you for your loving kindness, for watching over us and keeping us from day to day. Keep us with a mind stayed upon you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Lord, we love you, and we give you all the praise and the honor, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, those who hear this broadcast, the sound of my voice, that you may touch their minds and their hearts, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Lord, that we may come and, and, and we cherish this opportunity to come in and to sup with you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Especially and in your word, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we praise your wonderful name. We give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, we're ready to go back into to our lesson. Glory be to God. Amen. To pick up where we left off last week, I think we need to go backwards just a little bit, and then we'll move forward uh, in our today's lesson because I shared with you from last week that we were going to talk about repentance and why repentance how it, it coincides with being born again and, and we'll break that down for you on this lesson and we may take take us two lessons but we'll we'll get through it but we, we've got nothing but time on our hand glory be to god and what i mean by that we're occupying until jesus come amen and to, during that period of time we'll learn to go deeper and deeper in the word of god now what i want you to do is to, to we have our chart glory be to god amen our stages of spiritual growth I want to explain that again so we can get an understanding to see exactly where we're at on this uh, stages of spiritual growth. I thank God, amen, that this was created for me, amen, and those who were uh, behind the scenes on the camera and, and, and do all my, my graphics for me. Glory be to God. But on our, our stages of spiritual growth chart, you will look and see that we last week we talked about dead. If you look about uh, between 12 and 1 o'clock, you will see on your sheet where we were dead in sins. And this whole chart shows the spiritual growth of an individual from their death to their maturity uh, maturity stage of being a spiritual parent. Glory be to God. So as you as you can see, we were dead in sin. If you look at the inside ring there, we were all dead in our sins. We did not but we had an unbelief of God. We did not believe in God. Nor uh, uh, did we uh, we were also as well rebellious and we were rebellion against God. We we didn't have an understanding of who God was and we did things our way. We didn't we didn't really care. All right? And then the next stage when we were we were dead in sin, uh, we were born again. Glory be to God. And you can see that around the ring. And of course, all right, if we keep on going around the ring, we see the next stage is an infant stage. We going around the ring again, we see that the next stage is a child. 
The next stage after that is the young adult. And the next stage is a parent, a, a spiritual parent. Glory be to God. Amen. I, I want to go right back and start right back at our our. Are, are the part where we were dead in our sin. Give you that supporting scripture and, that, and make sure you mark this down, glory be to God, because we have to, we should never forget where we, where, where we came from. If you can in your Bibles, turn to Ephesians, the second chapter, verse number one. Oh, and let's go to about verse number three. And we, you say, pastor, give me the proof that we were dead in, in sins. And I know this is just a little little, uh, uh, a little review, but we need it anyhow. Glory be to God. All right, you should have your Bibles and it's open to Ephesians, the second chapter. Verse number one, it reads, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Verse number two, Wherein in time past she walked according to the course of this world, According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit and now, that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. And you know what, saints of God? This is the way that we conducted ourselves when we were dead. We did things of what was best for us. If it felt good to us, we, we did it. We were complete under the control of Satan. And if Satan said jump, we responded by saying how high. Glory be to God. Amen. But saints of God, meanwhile, we thank God he brought us out. And we'll see the next part, glory be to God, which we're dealing with today. And that is the process of being born again. Glory be to God. And being born again, glory be to God. I want you to turn to John, the, church, the third chapter. Glory be to God. John, the third chapter. Verse number three, hallelujah to God, and five. All right. Amen. It's just, a, just such a wonderful day today. Amen. A wonderful day to be studying in the word of God. Glory be to God. And it reads, amen, verse number three, uh, chapter three of John, it reads, Jesus answered and said unto him and to Nicodemus, because we covered that last week, glory be to God. What did he say? Verily, verily, and remember I told you verily means truly, amen, he's getting your attention. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Glory be to God, amen, is a, a prerequisite, other words, Amen. That I must be born again in order to be able to to understand not more, not only to understand, but to be a partaker in God's kingdom. And that's what Jesus taught taught about. Glory be to God. And and let's look at verse number five, because I shared with you last week. Amen. That being born again is a a, a, a twofold process that deals with that. Glory be to God. Let's read that. Amen. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, 
He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And remember last week I told you that it was, it was two part. The water, we must be born of the water and also be born of the spirit. And now that gets us up to our today's lesson. Amen. We'll get to the water. We'll get to the spirit as we go around the ring. When we get to this, to the born again aspect of it. So we get the holistic aspect of being born again. But I wanted to share with you that special word I shared with you last week about repentance. Now, my brother, my sister, repentance and the doctrine of repentance is essential for the, the process of being born again. Glory be to God. Amen. Repentance is, is very, very, very important. In your Bible, I want you to get Mark, the uh, first chapter, verse 3 through including verse number 4, because I want to share a little bit about uh, repentance uh, with you. I'm going to be on that for a little bit of time. Glory be to God. Amen. And that is in Mark the first chapter, verse 3, through and including verse number 4. Now, I want to share this with you, that, amen, we, we read in the Gospels, glory be to God, amen, uh, especially uh, in, in the book of, of John. It starts off um, with the story of John the Baptist. Now, let, I just want to share something with you about John the Baptist. John the Baptist was the greatest prophet ever was. He, he was hands down greater, not because I proclaimed it, not because a man proclaimed it, because Jesus said. There's none, none like John the Baptist. And the reason why I, I want you to, to just share a little bit about John the Baptist, because John the Baptist was the forerunner of Jesus Christ. We knew, and we know by the Old Testament as well, that uh, we, the Messiah had to come, who is Jesus Christ. And the Messiah had a purpose and an objective uh, in his ministry. And that was to fulfill, to fulfill all things and to fulfill all things that were in the law and to introduce a new law and open the door for the kingdom. Glory be to God. Amen. But we under, must always remember the work of John the Baptist. John the Baptist's uh, objective was to be the forerunner of Jesus Christ. And what do you mean by a forerunner? Uh, back in the, in, in the day, uh, in the medieval times when, when the king would come, even in Jesus' time, even before uh, the king would appear or go to a, a function or go to a certain place, he would have a forerunner. And that forerunner would uh, announce that the king was coming. The king was coming. And that was the objective of John. He brought in and ushered in the doctrine of repentance because before you can be born again, amen, we all have to go down the road and have an understanding of what repentance is all about. And that's why the importance of of, of John the Baptist. Now let's go into the verse so we can read just a, just a little bit about what uh, uh, John the Baptist um, preached on. On Mark, the first chapter, verse three and through and including verse number four, it reads this, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Remember I told you about, that was the objective of the forerunner. The forerunner was to prepare the way for the king. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. 
John did baptize in the wilderness. Yes, he did. And preach the baptism. Oh, glory be to God. The baptism of repentance for remission of sins. Now, you got to remember, John's objective was not to preach for the kingdom of, of God was at hand or the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He could not uh, open the door for that because Jesus, of course, being the Messiah, was the one to open the door to the kingdom and give the, to give the understanding, the keys uh, uh, of, of uh, being in the kingdom. But saints of God, we must see that uh, John's objective was to preach about the baptism of repentance. Glory be to God. Amen. And before we can go into to, to the, the, the kingdom, there must be, there must be a, a, a repentance uh, that we must discuss before we go into being born again. Now, what I want to do is start off with repentance. I don't want to jump right into repentance, but what I want to share with you is what repentance is not or what things that we think are repentance, but really they're not re repentance. Glory be to God. Amen. And there I'm going to give you two words, glory be to God. And one is remorse and the other, amen, is reformation. That there's two words that man gets com completely confused on these parts. And we must make sure that we have an understanding on those things. Now, my brother, my sister, to share with you about rem what remorse is before I go into what Reformation is. I, I want to share with you uh, another scripture, and that is Matthew, the 27th chapter, verse 3 through and including verse number 4. I want you to get that. That's Matthew 27, 3 through four. I'm going to give you a prime example of what remorse is all about. A lot of us, um, I will say, I was brought up this way. And a lot of times uh, I was brought up uh, as, a, as a child. Uh, my mother would tell me, uh, tell that person I'm sorry. But a lot of times when I told the person who my mother wanted me to say you're sorry to, or my father wanted me to say sorry to, I really didn't mean it. I just done what they told me to do. Amen. And this is a lot like remorse. Glory be to God. Uh, because we don't understand why we're saying sorry. We're doing, I'm saying sorry because you told me I should say I'm sorry. But not having a full good understanding of it. And this story, what we're getting ready to go into right now, uh, about Judas is going to show us what... Uh, remorse is all about a little bit here. Now, in the scripture, it reads to 27 chapter, Matthew of Matthew 3 through 4, then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself. Get this. He repented himself and bought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned and that I have betrayed the innocent blood. Now, my brother, my sister, we know that Judas was one of the disciples. Glory be to God. And matter of fact, we know that Judas was the one that betrayed Jesus Christ. 
for 30 pieces of silver. Glory be to God. After, and this is what the, uh, is saying in this verse right here. After he committed his sin against Jesus, his offense against Jesus, he felt, he says here that he repented himself. But saints of God, I want to share something with you. I think that, um, that Judas just didn't feel re that he had, should have it a repentant heart. Glory be to God. Because a repentant heart is going to cause one to turn. Glory be to, be to God from their ways. But I want you to notice what Judas did. Glory be to God. Judas felt remorse. Glory be to God. And what I mean by remorse is this. Because when, instead of repenting of his sins and continuing to follow Jesus, what he done was he committed suicide. And that's what a lot of people do, to, do today. They feel remorse for what they've done. But glory be to God. Amen. But their actions doesn't lead to the Lord, to the turning back to Christ. But what it leads to is destructive behaviors. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. That's why you have people today that commit suicide, uh, where they feel remorse or feel sorrowful, uh, but they'll do something completely destructive. And that is not the way of God, what God wants us to do. He wants us to turn to him. Glory be to God. Amen. And this is what we see with, with Judas. Glory be to God. That guilt. Glory be to God. And that's what a lot of people are suffering from today. Is that they feel remorse. They feel guilt. But they won't still won't make a turn to Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. Amen. And those who have been born again. Hallelujah to God. We have an understanding. Hallelujah. That there is something that you're going to have to turn to. After you feel the remorse, after you feel the guilt, glory be to God, amen, that we turn to a, a risen Savior, and that's Jesus Christ, amen. That's why we have so many different vices out there, glory be to God, because of that guilt, remorse, I'm sorry for what I've done, but I don't know what to turn to. I know that, I, that my lifestyle is, is not pleasing with the Lord or, or even I don't feel right in myself, uh, my, the way my life is, and I want to make something different or go a different route. Amen. The, the world says, glory be to God, to get a, a, a life coach and try to change it yourself. And we're going to touch on that too a, a, as well. And there's nothing wrong with bettering oneself. But for that, for your to be your major point in life for salvation, it's not a wrong thing to do, my brother, my sister. And we'll get to that when we get to Reformation. And that's what Reformation is. But saints of God, we see with Judas, glory be to God, that he was remorse. He was sorrowful for what he'd what he, what he done. But it show, showed guilt, glory be to God. And it led to destru a destructive behavior. Glory be to God. Amen. Now, I'm going to give you another, one more verse. We're dealing with what remorse is. So we know remorse is not the same as, as, as repenting. Glory be to God. Now, I want you to turn to Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 16 through and including verse number 17. Hallelujah to God. Glory be to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now, in Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 16 through to including verse number 17, it reads, 
For ye know how that afterwards, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, through, though he sought it carefully with tears. Glory be to God. And this we're here as well, we were talking about Esau. Glory be to God. And we know that uh, those who read the Bible before, there was two boys, glory be to God, of, of Isaac. And that was uh, Jacob and Esau. And we know the story. You remember the story of, of how Jacob, glory be to God, amen, uh, made the this, this soup. Esau, um, he came from the field and he was hungry. And he asked his brother for, for some soup or some pottage. And uh, and as well, Jacob uh, struck a deal with him and told him as well, if you want this uh, soup, glory be to God, that uh, um, you all I need you to do is give me the birthright. And Esau sold and gave his birthright up. Amen. And that was was his and it was his right to be able to to be able to have. But he thought so little of it. And as well, he repented of it. But uh, but saints of God. Uh, he said here, it states here in Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse number 16 and 17, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears and saints of God. And when we have a, a, a remorseful, when we're remorseful, we'll have those big crocodile tears and we feel sorrowful for a short period of time. And then we just don't do anything else about it. We don't turn to Jesus Christ. Amen. But saints of God, this is what Esau done as well. He had a, a, a bountiful uh, 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 tears and, and very remorseful for what he done. But glory be to God. Amen. But he would have made a change and, and, and he didn't. Glory be to God. He was in the same boat as well as Judas when it came to, to uh, feeling remorse. Now, glory be to God. I'm going to give you another prime example of a disciple, hallelujah to God, that did not. He had remorse, but he did something about it, and he showed true repentance. I want you to remember the story, glory be to God, amen, of Peter on the, the last night of Jesus Christ when he's getting ready for his crucifixion, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, glory be to God. I, I, I want you to remember uh, the 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 uh the the cock crowed three times glory be to god amen and and the the denial of jesus christ by peter glory be to god he could have felt remorseful and 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 cried tearful uh, crocodile tears about it glory be to god but saints of god amen i want you to notice what peter did Peter continued on, glory be to God. He made a change, amen, of, from his ways, of what he'd done. He felt remorseful. He repented of it, glory be to God. And, and, and as well, in the book of Acts, we see that he was one of the ones in the upper room, glory be to God, giving God praise when the Holy Ghost fell. Not only that, hallelujah to God, God, the Lord Jesus knew 
that he was going to be the key person to receive the keys to the kingdom and have the Holy Ghost boldness to be able to stand up on the day of Pentecost and proclaim, amen, the, 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 the use of the keys of opening the gospel of Jesus Christ to all men and given the formula, glory be to God for salvation. Glory be to God. Amen. So we see that Peter experienced the, what true repentance was all about. Glory be to God. Now, saints of God, I give you three examples. I, I shared with you Judas. I shared with you uh, Esau. And as well, I shared with you Peter. Peter showed what true repentance is all about. Glory be to God. So that I shared with you two words, what remorse, what remorse is, uh, and also um, I've got one more word to share with you, and that is reformation. All right. I think what we'll do is go ahead and to make, take a break on here, and we're going to touch on what true reformation is for next week. So now, in order to finish this lesson up, I need you to come back uh, on the same broadcast and let's finish this out and find out what reformation is. And then we'll go further in, into repentance. Now, at this time, we're going to end this session with prayer. And to I want the saints of God to continue to pray for each other. And I know we're still going through this uh, pandemic that's going on, but God is still on the throne and God's still words still stand. So at this time, let's look unto the Lord. Oh, gracious Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we thank you for this day that you've given to us. We thank you for your loving kindness, for watching over us and keeping us from day to day. Keep us with a mind stayed upon you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this hour, this, this moment to be able to share the word of God, Lord, that we can grow, grow and go further in the scriptures, Lord, and grow deeper in you. Now, Father, we love you. We trust you. We give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My brother, my sister, we say praise the Lord. God bless you and you be blessed. Praise the Lord. Thanks for watching with us today. We hope that you were inspired and encouraged. Now, if you would like to help support the ministry, there's a few things that you can do. First, you can pray for our ministry, the church, your community, and our leadership. We don't take the prayers for granted. We need them. You can also share. Share this video to everyone that you know, your friends and your family. And lastly, you can give. There's a few ways that you can give. You can visit our website at ctac513.org, or you can text the phrase CTAC513 to the number 77977. Thanks again. God bless.